The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about WWE Smackdown from this past Friday. Of course, uh, we got some news after that about, uh, or no, I'm sorry, some news about that. Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns going down at in Saudi Arabia. So we're going to talk a little bit about why the WWE is doing that. The real reason, perhaps, why they're doing that. Because I always like dropping the phrase real reason. Because real reason. get views. The real reason. Uh, also, one of the streaming services airing WWE is going to be dropping the WWE. Find out which one a little bit later on in the show. Malachi Black issued a statement about his status in the world of pro wrestling. Sounds like he might be taking a leave for a little while. We're going to talk about that. But first, no, I'm sorry. We're also going to be talking about War Games. We'll save it. Save it. But, yeah, but first. 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 Oh, I'm going to say War Games no. at least five times through this All right, episode. Very well. Awesome. Very well. Yeah. Uh, but first, MJF. Of course, made his big return to AEW at All Out, and uh, and he's been a fixture uh, uh, on the product since then. Of course, he might might figure in in a major way at Grand Slam mm-hmm. uh, this coming Wednesday, but it sort of left a lot of us wondering. Uh, so wait, what's his deal? Because as you recall, back in uh, what was it? Was it you know it wasn't June? When was it? Was it? Late it was May, June. Early June. Yeah. Yeah. My goodness gracious, it was that he delivered that. Uh, uh, that that really fiery promo on Tony Khan saying, fire me, fire me, fire me. And then he disappeared and then he came back. Mm-hmm. And of course, there was all sorts of stuff about contract situations, an impasse, if you will, between AEW and MJF. Well, just today, MJF appeared on the MMA Hour with Ariel Helwani and confirmed that upon his return to AEW, he in fact did sign a new deal for more money, but with no additional time. 
In short, he's making more money, but will still be a free agent in 2024 when he's looking forward to be uh, a free agent and will probably be the focal point of a pretty uh, a pretty gnarly... The, the bidding war of 2024. Heated bidding war of 2024. And as he also yeah. said on uh, with Ariel Helwani, he's going to go where uh, he's, he can make the most money. That's he's in he it said. for the bag, man. Yep. He's in it for the bag. Uh, so, yeah, this isn't terribly shocking given that there did seem to be uh, a, a pretty, uh, a, a pretty uh, firm stalemate between uh, the two sides, between Tony Khan, AEW, and, uh, and, and MJF. Yeah. Um, are you surprised that uh, that this is actually the situation here? That Tony Khan was like, "Ugh, all right, well, <laughs> I, I, I got to get this guy in, so I might as well give him what he wants." I was kind of surprised that he would set. I mean, I guess it depends on how large of a raise MJF is getting between now and 2024. If it's a pretty significant raise, and I'm pretty surprised that Tony Khan would set the precedent of signing someone to a, a deal for a lot more money without uh, adding more years to it. Um, that's just kind of the, 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 the baseline in the world of professional sports, that if you want a new deal for more money, you got to tack on more years at the end of it or rip the old contract up and sign a new one for a longer term than the existing contract had left. Um, at the same time, though, with Triple H taking over Creative and WB, the buzz now is behind WB and Triple H. You got to get some buzz in your own product. So maybe uh, Tony Khan felt, well, I kind of have to do this to, to keep eyeballs on my company. Um, he probably thought with Punk recapturing the title at All Out, um, that continuing his story with MJF through the fall, maybe early winter next year, since it was one of the better feuds that AEW has done um, in recent memory, would help get some momentum back for the company, especially with uh, uh, potentially uh, negotiating a new TV deal. Um, you know, you know, no one can foresee Punk going off at Brawl Out, yeah, and right. and the yeah. and the subsequent Brawl backstage, um, but. To a degree, I'm surprised, but given the what's going on in the wrestling industry, it it makes sense. You, sometimes you got to do these things, even though you might not want to set that precedent. Well, here's the thing about establishing the precedent. How many people are going to be able to come up to Tony Khan with the same situation and say, hey, you did it for him. Can you do it for me? Well, let's take a look at the numbers and what kind of ratings draw you are. Mm -hmm. By all accounts, MJF is a pretty big, oh, yeah. you know, quarter hour, minute by minute, whatever you want to call it, uh, ratings draw. Mm -hmm. He always points that out himself. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, if you have somebody who can actually do that, who can draw ratings, um, you know, AEW, they've been, they've been fairly stable with their ratings, but they haven't really grown over a long period of time. They have periods where they'll, they'll spike. Uh, yeah, yeah. When there's interest, I mean, this past week they did a really, really good number. Three weeks in a row, they've gotten over a million. Yeah, and you would think at Grand Slam they would probably do something pretty well as well, mm -hmm. you know. Also, um, but in terms of you know three months on, six months on, et cetera, et cetera, to establish, well, it's not okay. We can say it's been three weeks in a row they've done over a million. Well, they probably want three months in a row where it's where it's over a million. Where they're now oh, they they're probably reaching want to 12, get twelve months in a row where it's over a million. They want that to be the norm. Right, exactly, and so you're heading into these new TV deals that they might be looking at, and uh, obviously they want to make sure these numbers are as high as possible. And whatever MJF is getting paid, it's probably a small amount, you oh, know, yeah. compared to what they would possibly get. be getting. Totally for the TV deal. And, and, so yeah, and, this and I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to, to to imply during the, what I just said that MJF isn't 
worth getting more money. He is because the numbers bear that out. His performance bears that out from the very beginning. Tony Khan being like, okay, yes, you are dramatically. I'm dramatically underpaying you mm-hmm. by any conceivable metric. Yes, I should. It's just it seemed to be like when we first heard about this, they were the the reports were Tony Khan was worried about setting the precedent of yeah, sure. giving Sting yeah. a substantial raise without more as well years, he should have been. Yeah, yeah, that's the norm in sports usually. But, you know, it's not very yeah. often that someone gets a massive raise mm-hmm. without making concession of their own. You know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know what? The, the bottom line is, if if MJF who has the leverage in this situation, and he has leverage like not a lot of people would have. Uh, then, uh, then he was able to to get evidently what he wanted. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I, I look, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. I just like seeing the guy on my TV because I think mm-hmm. that he's uh, he's he's fun to watch. Yep, he's probably the promo of his generation. Oh yeah, uh, real good wrestler, and yep. he's he's found himself because of his talent uh, in a spot that uh, that a lot of people I think would be envious of. Oh yeah, um, definitely, definitely. So yeah, and he's still stuff. what twenty six years old, something like that. Oh my God! If that, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's got a, a, a massive, massive career left uh, ahead of him. Um, and yeah, I mean, when you're a professional wrestler, heck, when you're in any line of, of work, like your first duty is to to maximize your earning potential. Mm-hmm. And that's what he yeah. did here. So good for him. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man, this is exciting, dude. People have been talking about the possibility of this. You and I have been talking about the possibility of this. Uh, about, of course, WWE, now that it's under uh, uh, the creative auspice of Paul Levesque, the possibility of war games. War games. War games. Bloody war games. War games. Returning uh, uh, on main roster, because, of course, we've seen it in NXT. Oh, yes. But Vince McMahon famously has been anti-war games because... Uh, the idea so all those floor rings. seats you can't sell. Yeah, <laughs> all those floor seats. You can't get that extra money for the floor seats. Uh, announced this morning by the Ringer, there will be not one, but two war games matches at this year's Survivor Series. Bloody war games! S- Triple H spoke to the Ringer about bringing war games to Maine, saying this: uh, "We'll have a men's war games match and a women's women's war games match." Wow. The tradition yeah, of the Triple Survivor H doing Series. Recall. That's tough. Wasn't that pretty good? <laughs> yeah, I, I got the idea, yeah. Uh, the tradition of the Survivor Series has ebbed and flowed and changed slightly over time, but this will be similar to that. This will not be Raw versus SmackDown. It will be much more storyline-driven. I still look at it as a traditional component to Survivor Series in there because it's large teams of people competing. We just upped the ante a little bit with War Games and made it evolve. Yeah, man. That's Who's awesome. It gonna be? That's great. Who's it going to be? For the men's, it's got to be Bloodline. I, have a heart- I could be wrong. Part of me feels like they don't want Roman in this match because it's really physical and they don't want to risk injury to Roman and potentially jeopardizing whatever plans they have for WrestleMania. So I would assume it'd be the Usos, it'd be Solo, it'd be Sammy representing the bloodline in that match against another team of four, but I'm not sure who. I'd be hard-pressed to think that Roman wouldn't be in this match, man. I get your point about him not wanting them not want to fuck him up or anything, but at the same time, like... You know, it's they're paying him a shit ton of money to be in marquee matches. Yeah, and this is this is a marquee match. It I'd is, say it's but it's, 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 it's a match type that will sell itself. You know, especially the first time on the main roster. Bro, people will they'll fucking throw so much shade at WWE if Roman's not in that match. I don't it's know. The, it's it's Roman's is that is that match. That's that's going to be five or five. It's going to be all five of the bloodline, man. 
I mean, they can get maybe that dude who always goes to WWE shows dressed up like Roman Reigns. (laughs) Maybe. And put him in there because then you get like the cage, so you can't really see you. Yeah, exactly. Just keep all everything in long shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, You'd think for the women's bout, damage control would be one team. Maybe against Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. Um, uh, yeah, but as far as far as who would uh, who would uh, be on the opposite side of the ring as Bloodline, not exactly sure. I mean, I guess they could, if they want, to carry continue this Logan Paul thing. Oh God, it would be Logan and and, and three people, uh, uh, you know, three partners for him against Roman or the Bloodline. Well, I mean, look, you got you already have Kevin Owens talking about you know Roman Reigns and and Sami Zayn and whatnot, so you can have Kevin Owens in there. Um, you just have Kevin Owens versus the Bloodline, <laughs> one on five. I don't know, like if it, like I'm trying to think of like well, who's ever because- had beef with Bloodline? Because uh, you could have Riddle in there. God, everybody, yeah. Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. You can have um, Drew McIntyre. Could have Drew, but he might be busy with carrying. He Cross might still busy by with this Cross. Point. Yeah, he sort of had his opportunity. I don't think he has any more beef. No, with, if with... they're gonna come back around to that, it's gonna be after he's had a feud with Cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maggie mentions Rollins. Nakamura says hard. Nakamura. Yeah. Braun possibly. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. <laughs> Jonathan says Logan and his podcast crew. <laughs> oh, the worst. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Look, the, the 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 bloodline, they've rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's just you go up and down the roster, you can see all sorts of people there. Oh, yeah. No shortage of uh, people to uh, uh, potentially take on bloodline in this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What about uh, the white rabbit Bray Wyatt? Yeah, I don't Jefferson know. Airplane Superfan Bray Wyatt. There we go. There we go. And there he has go. he has everybody else on his team dress up as the various costumes of the puppets that he used to hang out with. That or various characters Huskus. from Alice in Wonderland. Well, there you go. Yeah, the Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. That's kind of all I know. Mad. Well, well he's the Mad Hatter. Yeah, it's Mad Hatter. There's mm-hmm. the White Rabbit, obviously. The White Rabbit, Cheshire Cat, it's Tweedledee, and Tweedledum. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Alice there's herself. uh well, there's a lot of other characters and there's been a while <laughs> bandana finn wasn't bandana finn a character in uh alice in wonderland i mean if memory serves yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely <laughs> angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well i absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Let's talk about this, man. Malachi Black. Amidst rumors that he had asked for and or had been given his release from AEW, Malachi Black posted a lengthy statement on Instagram confirming that he had asked for his release, stating in part, quote, I did indeed ask for my release. The last two years of my life have lended to a lot of setbacks. Both me and my wife have been affected by uncontrollable actions from the outside that resulted in loss of life, medical setbacks, career jeopardizing, the suicide of a close friend and a close family member almost losing their life, then experiencing an injury that I was sure was the end of my career. I spend every week going through several sessions of rehab, dry needling and therapy just to be able to walk and compete. Now this being the tip of the iceberg and with the combination of the promises in my professional field that were not upheld, which resulted as a combination of all these to a complete demoralization of life and career. This decision has been in my mind for the past six months. Malachi concluded his statement by saying, perhaps once my mind settles on certain things and processes the last two years a bit better, will convey via a different platform than written out what, the, what exactly happened and have a more informed conversation about them. For now, know that I am good and I'm taking for the first time in 22 years a few months to recalibrate the last two decades of my life. Lastly, I've read a few narratives online in regards to my quote-unquote release, mental health, and my personal life that I can summarize swiftly. It didn't come, if it didn't come from me, it didn't happen. Stuff about conditional releases, stuff in my marriage, or using said mental health to leverage the other, when, as said before, that part wasn't even going to be part of the public conversation or false. My marriage is fine. Uh, uh, it's just time to make sure those things stay that way. Once again, appreciate your support, and we'll see each other soon enough. So, obviously, one of the more interesting aspects of this is the, where he brings up you know, the promises in his professional life that mm-hmm. remain upheld. You know, like he says, when he's ready to talk about this stuff in detail. Exactly. Then, you know, I mean, he'll be elsewhere in the statement, he, he you know takes issue with talk of his mental health getting out there when those conversations were private. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he seems like a, an insanely creative dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he is just, you hear him talk about some of the ideas he had when he was in WWE and, and the level of detail that he was putting into his work there mm-hmm. that d- didn't really lead anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Super creative guy, s- super smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I know we're a wrestling podcast. We talk about wrestling. Life takes precedent. And if he needs to take time away to make sure that, you know, he can take care of himself, then by all means, he's got to do that. And so yeah. nothing but the best for 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 Malachi and, and his wife. And, and, you know, hopefully 
you know, if, if, if after a few months he takes some time away and decides he wants to give another try, then, you know, hopefully it's awesome. And hopefully he's, he's in a position where he can do the work and, and be involved in interesting storylines. Um, but if he takes time and and decides, no, I need, I need longer, a longer stretch away. I don't want to come back at all. Then heck more power to him, man. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like you said, he's an incredibly creative guy. There's plenty of outlets out there for people with a creative mind like that. Mm-hmm. Whether like as we've seen with Bray Wyatt going to do movies, um, you know, CM Punk at one point did like a comic book. I know a number of wrestlers have, have died yep. into comic books a little bit. Yep. Um, so uh so yeah, you know, he is sort of one of those dudes who I- I'd kind of like to see what he has to offer creatively speaking outside of wrestling because as mm-hmm. you've liked to, as as you've stated before, Sometimes, you know, two dudes, you know, fake fighting in a ring is a bit limiting when you might have larger stories that you yep. want to tell. Yep. Um, but in any event, man, obviously we, we you know, nothing but good vibes and best wishes Absolutely. to to Malachi Black, to Tommy and to Tom Budgeon. Yep. Um, and uh, and yeah, so this next story here about streaming services is is boring as hell. I'm going to go grab my phone because it's on, oh, my, it's here? It's on okay. my it's here. Yeah. All right. So you talk about this shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, it may be boring for you, but people who watch WB's content on Hulu may not find that this is boring. So if you're one of the people that are keeping tabs on WB content via Hulu, well, after this upcoming weekend, you might need to find another way to watch Raw, SmackDown, uh, NXT, Total Divas, Total Bellas, uh, main event, pretty much anything that uh, WB produces. PW Insiders reporting that all, all, W content could be pulled from Hulu this upcoming Saturday, that's September, September 25th, as the deal between WB and Hulu is set to expire. Um, but PW Insider adds that the two sides are in the process of negotiating a new deal. So if you watch your WB stuff on Hulu, there's still a chance it'll continue. But unless a deal is struck, I believe, by this weekend, all WB content gone. Uh, Wow. Gone. Wow. Uh, yeah, man. Um, you I know, know sometimes it, you, you watch stuff on Hulu, right? Dude, the problem is like on Hulu, like I've, I've watched NXT on Hulu. Like some things are cool. They're like, uh, what is it? I think SmackDown, they show everything. And it's all commercial free, so you get everything for in like, I don't know, an hour and 40 minutes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but for Raw, they cut stuff out because they have to get in that two-hour time frame. Yeah, but they do the same thing for NXT. They bring NXT down to an hour. So like you know they they don't it's a half hour show they're cutting out. Um, I know, no, I know they 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 cut out a lot. Mm. So yeah, it's sort of useless if you I mean if you cover it anyways. But also even if you don't cover it, they cut out some good stuff. You have to like you know yeah 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 yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a drag. But uh, you know, hopefully if they if they do it, they do it so you get everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, got one more news story before we get to some Rampage and SmackDown. Uh, so, of course, uh, literally as we were finishing up Friday's episode, I was about to hit upload on the audio. I know Steve was about to do the same on the video. Uh, Dave Meltzer tweeted out that there was some, quote, major, major. Oh, huge, major. major. W News about to drop Friday afternoon. And then uh, a matter of minutes later, Wrestling Observer had the scoop. WWE was be holding a press conference Saturday in Las Vegas to announce the main event for WWE Crown Jewel Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul. Logan Paul, yeah. So we, we had to wrestle with the idea of whether we were going to add that 
new story to the Oh, no, 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 no. So, so, yeah, here was the thing. There was a little bit of miscommunication there on text message because I thought that, like, major... Look, here's the thing. These days, major news is WWE selling. Yeah. AW selling. Yeah. Maybe, like, there's a Ring of Honor TV deal. Yeah. Maybe that's major news. Somebody dies. Somebody gets arrested that's like a major name and has to vacate the title. There's a fight backstage that <laughs> that leads to your EVPs. Get major news these days is not the announcement that Roman Reigns is fighting Logan Paul in a nothing match on a nothing pay-per-view. That is not major news. Not really major news. Nonetheless, that press conference did happen Saturday. Match was made official. And on the most recent Sunday night's main event podcast, Dave Meltzer speculated, at least it seems like speculation, as to why the match is happening. Uh, just two matches into Logan Paul's career. Uh, these are the transcripts from Russell Talk. He, he being Logan Paul, he's a big deal in Saudi Arabia. He's a big deal to the Saudi Arabian prince. And that's the whole thing of these shows. Nothing to do with selling tickets. Tickets in Saudi Arabia mean nothing. It's not even part of the game. Of course, TV numbers, whatever. If he draws younger viewers, that's good, but it's not a play for TV ratings. It's a play because the prince wants celebrity fights in Saudi Arabia to build the name in the media of Saudi Arabia, and Logan Paul will get more of the type of press that Saudi Arabia is looking for than Kevin Owens or Seth Rollins. That's what Saudi Arabia is there for. Saudi Arabia is for matches that the prince wants that will get press attention around the world for Saudi Arabia. So this is a great match for that. This comes off as exactly that, an obligation. Even the way, look, we're, and we'll talk about this here. I guess we can sort of dive into the SmackDown aspect sure. of things. Because Logan Paul opened the show, so yeah. There has been, the, like, Triple H gave his the Logan Paul stuff zero effort. None. The idea that Logan Paul can come out and, and be a babyface there was like a bunch of different ways you might have been able to write this so the crowd would have given a shit, but the way they did was not it. This was not good. Like having Sami Zayn is number one, one of the most over wrestlers right yeah. now. Yeah. Like he shows up and the crowd just starts buzzing and chanting his name. his name. Yeah. And so having Logan Paul sucker punch him and then run away and he's supposed to be like the good guy here. It does. It, it, it made no sense whatsoever, and it's not compelling at all. And this is coming from a guy who was singing Logan Paul's praises after SummerSlam because mm -hmm. he legitimately did a good job there. Yeah, he did. He did. I, there's a way you could have made this entertaining, and it's almost as if like there was no interest in doing that here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, I'm totally fine with this because it gets it out of the way on, on a nothing show, like half of the – I know they do stuff that can matter in Saudi Arabia sometimes. Yeah, like, you you, get it. like there's been title changes at these shows. There's been, I think once the title change, like the universal title change happened. I mean, Goldberg beat uh, Bray mm -hmm, at one yeah. of the Saudi shows. Yeah, but like, you know, and some they can be fun sometimes. Like I think uh, Goldberg versus Lashley, was the, the death match was at, was that at a Saudi oh, show? Oh, the uh, False Count Anywhere one? Was that the that? False Count Anywhere so. one? Yeah, yeah, because the first match at the SummerSlam where Goldberg yeah. had the knee issue, yeah. And like they're, it could, they're fun shows. I like I like the morning shows. They're cool. We get some McGriddles. It's great. Yeah. But like they're kind of nothing shows, you know. It's, it's, it is what it is. Um, so I'm kind of glad they're just getting it out of the way because now we never really have to explore. Oh, what if Logan Paul is going to fight for a title where he's doing it here? He's going to lose. And, and that's it. Who cares? Yeah. 
Yeah. Hopefully it'll be a hopefully it'll be a good but not too competitive match. Yeah, because it shouldn't be competitive in the least at all. Yeah. At all, it no. should not be competitive. It should not be competitive no. in the least. Um, I guess we can just jump right into SmackDown now because Logan did play a, a pretty significant part the beginning of it, especially he opened the show with a promo. It all springs from Roman being on uh, Logan's podcast. Right, I guess Roman was on was interviewed, and as soon as he left, Logan started talking shit. Mm-hmm, Again, yeah. not exactly a babyface move. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what you do. Like, the, the, I feel like there's ways to get him over with the WWE crowd. Like, people naturally want to boo him because yeah, they sort of yeah. think it. You know, when when I think a lot of people who aren't terribly familiar with him might be familiar with the Suicide Forest stuff. Yeah. He, which I is think, primarily what I knew him from. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, this guy's a piece of crap. But evidently, he's apologized since then. You know, I, I, I don't know much about him other than what I see in WWE TV, and he seems to be a pretty polished uh, uh, promo. That being said, I feel like this this promo is kind of a heat check. Because it wasn't terribly good. He wasn't terribly convincing. No. And I went back to being like, oh, yeah, I don't care about him. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yep. Uh, elsewhere on the show, we got uh, more development in this ongoing bloodline storyline. Uh, seems like Solo Sokoa, at least for the time being, a uh, huge fan of Sami Zayn. Not so much a, a huge fan of his older brother, Jay. Um, especially after Jay uh, cost Sammy his match against Ricochet. Um uh, and then what else do we get here? Uh, we got uh, Ronda versus Liv is now an Extreme Rules match at Extreme Rules pay per view. What do you think of the, of Liv's uh, Liv's I guess performance acting, if you will? I'm not sure if I like it or not. I think it's different than like her acting like she's on the verge of crying all the time, and I like that. She seems less. I was almost going to say less nervous, but I feel yeah. like the anxiety is directed in a different way as opposed to being <laughs> less nervous. So that makes sense. No, it kind of it kind of does. Like it, for a while, it seemed like she was just, you know, I understand it. You're out there. You have to talk in front of a bunch of people live. Yeah. I would basically be pooping my pants if I had to do that every time. So I'm not going to yeah, smirch anybody for having anxiety about being in that situation. But right. It but went dude, from seemingly it's job, being. It's the job she chose. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But still, I understand having butterflies in your stomach for that kind of stuff, and I get that. But it seems like instead of being potentially nervous about doing a promo, it's like she's nervous about like her anxiety in this situation actually feels a bit more character motivated than Liv Morgan as an individual. Mm-hmm, yeah, where it's like she has to she's stepping up to Ronda with a certain degree of bluster. Mm-hmm. Because she has to, maybe, knowing that she kind of got away with a couple against Ronda before. Like, she can hang her hat on the, the 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 idea that she's the only person to pin her twice. One was a cash-in. The other was, like, a, a, a ref botch. Yeah. Um, she hasn't had a, had a decisive win against Ronda. Um, and if she's like, I have to come in there and, you know, kind of puff my chest up a little bit and... And 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 not, but at the same time, not exactly being a hundred percent confident in my words as Liv Morgan the character. But that could be me just reading too much into it. Maybe she's still nervous about just like having to do talking bits. I don't know. That was a lengthy roadmap there. 
<laughs> it was. I'm just trying to find something else, and then like, yeah, she seemed nervous still. You know. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I like so when during a Rhonda's the 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 five way the elimination thing, mm-hmm. and Liv was up there. And she, I liked it. She had like all sorts of sort of, you know, bluster and attitude and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I like that. It's like, oh man, she has two wins on Ronda Rousey and nobody yeah, yeah. else can say that ever. That's a really good selling point right it there. It is. But, um, if you look, but if you look at it a little deeper, they're not exactly decisive wins. No, they're not, you know? And so it's like, and now she has an opportunity with Extreme Rules to get another kind of not decisive win because it's Extreme Rules. She can't beat her one-on-one straight up. Nope. Um, and so... But no, I can't. Like on one end, I kind of like it because she's kind of going like an Anton Chigurh route, you know. It's like Rhonda, I've got two wins against you, friendo, you know. And she puts the thing yeah. on her head. Um, so I kind of I like that it's different. Mm-hmm. I like that she doesn't seem like she's on the verge of tears all the time. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't know if I would if I would ascribe too much to like her. You know. You know, doing some method acting here. I just think that she's trying a different approach. And being somebody who's got some, you know, some some attitude to them now. Yeah. And I, I appreciate that there's some thought put into it, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I think if there was some attitude, but at the same time, a, bit, a sense of false bravado. Mm-hmm. It might look like this. Yeah. 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 Because because be. she, she did do. Yeah. I, I like this, the, the kind of monotonous talking, mm-hmm. but it still didn't sound like there is a whole lot of confidence there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if that's her or her character. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and then, yeah, and then what was the uh, what was the main, main event? Was the was tag the match where I didn't take a whole lot of notes because it was a crazy match and it really wouldn't do it justice. Yeah, but the the brawling brutes got the win here, so mm-hmm. now they're the the number one contenders mm-hmm. to lose to the Usos at maybe Extreme Rules. Who knows? Yeah, no, it was it was a fine SmackDown. Obviously, the the highlight of anything is is Sami Zayn. Oh yeah, um, you know him and 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 his you know being on the come up. And Jay, you know, trying to pump up Solo and be like, hey, come on, let's go out there. No, nah, Jay, you're off your game today. Yeah. You coming, Sammy? <laughs> and it's like, oh, Sammy, you're swimming with sharks, man. You're going to mm-hmm. get eaten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know when, but I, know, I I get the feeling that they've got something really good planned for that. Yeah. And maybe they'll all come to a head at, at Survivor Series and War Games um, and then kick off, you know, whatever story is going to, Sammy is going to be into in terms of falling out with the bloodline um, leading into into the, the winter up on the road to WrestleMania. So apparently this tag match for the tag titles is going to be on Friday. Oh, wow. Not, okay. Not Extreme Rules. Friday. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, well, let's just talk about it here. Logan Paul comes out, dropped a promo. He says, oh, I think I did it again. He says, I have a habit of opening my mouth and saying some stupid stuff. And this past week, I had Roman on my podcast. He says, after Roman left, I said that if I wrestled Roman, it'd be, uh, uh, he said, it'd be uh, my match. He says, uh, I opened it. Uh, I opened my mouth before. He says about Floyd Mayweather, not even the greatest uh, boxer of all time could put me down. He says, so I issue a challenge to Roman. And I'm taking the liberty of setting up a press conference tomorrow in Vegas. And if he's man enough, he'll meet me face to face. And then uh, Paul Heyman and the bloodline come down and uh, they all just start yapping away <laughs> at each other. Logan, here's the thing. I don't want to bore people with this shit. The bottom line is Logan says, if I get one lucky shot on Roman, I could be the undisputed universal champion. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and like, you know, some of the bloodline are sort of antsy to jump him, including Solo Sokoa. Sammy says, hey, chill out. 
And then he goes to, to Logan. He says, look, man, you're not from our world. Let me explain how things work around here. And then Logan sucker punches him. I did like the part where Sammy, you know, Paul Heyman and Logan have a big back and forth. And yeah, Sammy's yeah. like, Paul, here, let me take this. I got this. And Heyman just says, okay, fine. And throws the mic out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan does say uh, to, San- to Solo that if you get in here, I can knock out Heyman and get out of this yeah. ring before you can even get in the ring. And that's when Sammy yeah. says, I got this. I'll take care yeah. of this. Yeah, I got this. Um, so he does sucker punch Sammy and asks him, oh, is this how things work around here? So the Usos hit the ring. Logan runs out, and then Ricochet makes his entrance because he's got a match against Sammy Zane. Next. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, Michael Cole referenced Pro Wrestling Gorilla PWG during this yeah, bout. Yeah, man. Ricochet and, of course, El Generico mm-hmm. had a match there 10 years ago. That's still weird to ago. me. It it's is still weird. weird to me when they do. I love it, though. I absolutely love it. It's something they should have been thing. doing for decades now. It's a simple thing. Yeah. Recognizing that wrestling exists outside of WWE. Yeah. And there's been times when they've done it. It's just on the regular now. I know. You know, it's like they mentioned IW. They've talked about, I think it was Gallows and Anderson. Cole had mentioned their IWGP tag. But they didn't, like, mention New Japan back then, or if they did, it wasn't very often. They would never say Impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know. Until, like, Mickey James showed up at the Rumble. Yeah, historically speaking, when she showed up with the Knockouts title. Mm -hmm. Um, So, anyway, this match was awesome. Uh, In the end... Uh, Ricochet hits a running knee, so then Jay gets on the apron, takes a swing at Ricochet. He ducks that, drop kicks Jay off the apron. Uh, Sammy hits a dragon suplex, covers, but then Jay gets in the ring for some reason. The commentary played it off as earlier. Logan Paul got in the apron to distract Sammy, so uh, they were like, hey, is Jay getting in the ring just to cut off Logan from getting on the apron so the ref doesn't count? Anyways, ref doesn't count that pinfall. Uh, Initially, at first, goes over, counts it, Ricochet kicks out. So the Sammy gets out of the ring, gets in Jay's face, and starts arguing mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. Ricochet hits Sammy the Usos with a tope, hits a, a shooting star press to get the win, and then uh, the Bloodline get on the apron, and then Madcap Moss, who has a uh, NXT North American title match later in the show, runs the ring with a chair to even the numbers. Yep. After that, we had a carrying cross promo. He says, the hands of time decide the judgment. Last week for the chosen one, Mr. McIntyre, you were perfectly executed by the newly appointed people's executioner. He says, you fought back, but then I did what everybody else, or then I did what everybody else does. I let go. No, he, he said, did. Drew, Drew did. Oh, what Drew else like, yeah, whatever. Uh, he says, that's the difference between them. He says, I don't let anything go. He, he had just a bunch of cool stuff. He says, I change the timelines. I rewrite history. And as for you, Drew, uh, you're going to remain in an endless loop of suffering that I control 
I'm going to make sure that you never get out. That's rad, man. He's controlling space and time, Larson. I know. He's got powers. Endless loop of time suffering. That's powers. Uh, After that, Maximum Male Models. Uh, Max and Maxine Dupree unveil the Back to School Collection. Um, And as soon as Masse and Mansois come to the ramp and strike a pose or two, bronze music hits. Uh, He just completely destroys them. Oh, my God. Just about puts uh, Mansois through the ring with a powerbomb. Then Chad Gable comes down the ramp, uh, distracts Braun for a moment so Otis can attack him. Um, And eventually, uh, Alpha Academy gets the better of it. Otis hits Braun with a power slam. So they leave, and Braun just sits back up. Like Undertaker style. He just gets right back yeah. up and tells Otis to get back in the ring. And Otis wants to get in there and fight, uh, but Gable keeps him back. And I believe next week we're going to get Otis versus Braun. That is true. We are. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a damage control promo. Bailey says, I'm back on SmackDown, the longest reigning SmackDown women's champ in history. She introduces Kai and Sky as women's tag champs. Dakota Kai says, that means we can go to any brand at any time and do anything we want. Io says, SmackDown is our show now. Bailey says, we destroyed Raquel and put Aaliyah on the shelf. She said, this is what greatness looks like. What damage control has is something all the fans crave but will never get. Power. Bailey is interrupted by Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, she says, I don't see greatness at all. I see three bullies who hurt my partner and who are powerless to keep uh, me from getting my revenge. I avenge thee. Yeah, that match was next. Uh, she didn't get her revenge, really, because she lost. Um. She's looking for a finish, yeah. and so Dakota Kai distracts the ref. Uh, EO comes over and, and sticks her fingers in Raquel's eyes. Mm-hmm. It allows Bailey to escape the power bomb. She hits a rose plant for the win, and so damage control is attacking Raquel, and then Shotzi yeah. runs to the ring uh, to make the save. Yeah, man. Hopefully next week we'll get Shotzi's tank back. Yeah. And she's evidently good guy again. Yeah, so that means tank. Yeah, tank. Tank means good guy. Uh, after that, we had a Ronda Rousey interview. Uh, she's asked about the controversial ending against her last match against Liv. Ronda says, there's not going to be anything controversial about the ending on Extreme Rules. And then Liv steps in, asks Kayla to leave. She does. Liv says, uh, you know, I've never met anyone who says words that mean nothing more than you, Ronda. She says, you don't respect me. I'm the only person to defeat you twice. And if there's anyone that she should respect, it's me, Liv Morgan. But no. <laughs> Rhonda says the same things that uh, I've heard my whole career. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve to be champ. Last time I checked, your shoulders were on the mat and the title was put around my waist. But uh, uh, she knows nothing. She, she says, I know nothing I say is going to make you respect me. Uh, so I'll do what I've done my entire career and earn it. The only way I can do that is beat you again. And the only way I can do that is an extreme rules match because basically I can cheat and it's legal. Mm-hmm. So she offers up. She challenges her to an extreme rules match. And then Rhonda leans in. She says, you want an Extreme Rules match? It's your funeral. Yeah, and that, at that funeral, Ron is going to say, Liv can kick rocks. <laughs> Liv can kick rocks. <laughs> uh, then the commentary's uh, doing some talking. Drew McIntyre jumps on the table, does a promo, says, Cross, you have my attention. I've been waiting for you backstage, but it seems like if you aren't jumping people from behind, then you don't have the balls to face me like a man. So Cross going to ask you to do, do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Grow a set and face me. Time is running out for you, and the only countdown you need to worry about is three, two, one, lights out. Whoop. Uh, after that, Bloodline's backstage hyping up Solo, and Jimmy says, hey, it's time to represent the Bloodline. Jay says, we got your back like we did last week. 
Sula says, no, no, you're off your game, Jay. I got this. And then he's leaving. He says, Sammy, you coming? Sammy's like, yep. Yep. (laughs) Jay was not happy about that. No. Uh, Then we got that match. Uh, Fun bout. Um, At one point, Solo's looking for an Uranagi. Moss escapes that, rolls up Solo, gets a two. Solo's looking for a crossbody. Moss catches that, hits a fallaway slam. He's about to do that shoulder tackle in the corner. Well, Sammy pulls Solo out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So then Moss gets out of the ring and chases Sammy around the ring, back into it. And when Moss runs back in the ring, super kick from Solo. He follows with an Uranagi to get the win. Yep. And then we had our main event. Hit Row versus The New Day versus Imperium versus The Brawling Brutes. Like you said earlier, this, this match was wildly fun. Just a oh, lot yeah. of stuff going on. That sun is messing with you today, man. Yeah, it's these cloudy days. Oh, yeah, dude. It's in and out. It's in and out. You know, makes its presence known. Absolutely. It gets Uh, bright. So, anyways, Imperium hit. This is a wildly fun match. It really was. I I still get nervous whenever Ridge is in the match, though. Uh, So, Imperium hit their finish on Kofi. Ridge tags himself in, covers Kofi to get the win. Yep. And then, apparently, it was also revealed during this that uh, the Viking Raiders are going to be out for a while because I think uh, uh, Eric is injured. It's a foot injury? Yeah. Oh, was it Eric? Yeah, 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 it was Eric. You're right, yeah. Yeah. I think it was a foot injury, yeah. That's a bummer. They, were, they had some some steam behind them. Yeah. It seems like once they get some momentum, something happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, man. Also had a rampage Friday evening. Um, This felt a bit more. I mean, it was it was a bit talky, but it felt like, you know, they're on the road to, to Grand Slam here, so they're just setting up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So a bunch of stuff was sort of announced for the Rampage Grand Slam two-hour event. Yep. We got a, a House of Black versus Darby and Sting no DQ match happening. Mm-hmm. Um, this is between uh, Gra- Dynamite Grand Slam and Rampage Grand Slam. So we got that. We got uh, uh, Jade defending the TBS title against Diamante. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, we're getting Eddie versus Sammy finally. Match that's, that's supposed great. to happen all out. Yeah, I had mentioned this before. Like Sammy, uh, he's been a bit cryptic on his on his Twitter, and I don't know if it's just for this match to build interest. Oh, what's he gonna do? But he's he's posting tweets that make it sound like he's either leaving the show, like or leaving AEW, or maybe his contract's up, or uh, or he's gonna not do his vlog anymore. I don't know. Huh. But uh, but yeah, because he posted like a bunch of like I don't know. It was like a bunch of pictures of him with Cody. Uh, it was like four pictures, him with Cody, and it's all black and white, all very dramatic. I think he blacked out his Twitter profile too, uh, and it's like the picture rather. Mm-hmm. And he's like, his, his Twitter name is Samuel Guevara now. <laughs> so That's I don't know. Maybe he's just trying to drum up some attention. Yeah, it could be. Uh, we got Jericho versus Claudio for the Ring of Honor title. That's gonna uh, be a hell of a match. That'll be really good. Uh, Starks versus Hobbs. And then we got this golden ticket battle royal. So whoever wins yeah. this is next in line after whoever wins the Grand Slam. Who would well, the, I guess on the MJF image too? It, on the image, it was Hangman, Pentagon, and there was two more. I forgot who the other two were. Yeah. Do you remember seeing what it was? No, I remember. No. I, it was, I saw it, but I don't. I didn't know who it was. Who was on there? No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they get a golden ticket, like it's mm-hmm. Willy Wonka. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, I thought it was a decent episode, right? It actually yeah, felt like happened. It, it, it felt like it meant something this time. That was yeah. good. Uh, opened up with Darby Allen versus Matt Hardy. Uh, oh, Lance Archer was one of them. That's right. Thank you. Oh. Who was this? Jamel said that. Yeah. So, uh, Darby wins this one. 
He hits the code red, gets a two with that, follows with Last Supper to win. Uh, Darby leaves the ring, and the lights come down. They come back up, and Brody King and Julia Hart are in the ring. So Brody just drops Matt Hardy with the clothesline, grabs the mic, calls out Darby and Sting. So they come back out to the ramp and challenges them to a no-DQ match at Grand Slam. Yep. After that, we got an Eddie Kingston promo. According to Eddie, this was truncated because he cursed a lot. Hmm. Uh, he says, uh, I don't well, like Sammy. Go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was like, he was saying, you know, people might think I don't like Sammy because, you know, he's, he's horny all the time and he's, he loves his Twitter and he likes to be the center of attention. No, I don't like Sammy because he's a horrible human being. And so I'm going to beat the piss out of my grand slam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I love. He's looking like so much more of a mess now because everything's oh, his, just his, growing his out. Beard grow out. His hair it is out of control. It's great. Just beat the piss out of him. It's great. Uh, then we got a Claudio interview. He's talking about how the Ring of Honor title represents. I think he said greatness. I forgot to write down what it represents. I was do. I was taking notes from my phone while watching this on the TV oh, on the, the couch. Worst. That is the worst. It's tough to do uh, in real time. And uh, Blackpool Combat Club is a new symbol of excellence. Unfortunately, Yuta. You lost that Ooh. pure title, Daniel yeah, Garcia. Awkward. Awkward. But again, it's not about wins and learn. Losses about wins and learns. The best lessons in life you learn when you lose. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to get that title back. There's so plenty of titles in AEW. Exactly. So. Oh, so that's to choose from. Mox, Danielson are in the finals for the title. And uh, after the next week, we're going to have two world champs in the Blackpool Combat two, Club. And that's when Jericho gets up in commentary. Says, you know, I should be competing for that title. It's not because I tapped out. Well, of course he did tap out. Daniels. Mm -hmm, um, yeah. He says, I've been a world champ seven times, but the one place I've never been champ is Ring of Honor. Seven isn't enough for me. I want eight. I want the Ocho. The Ocho. And then challenges Claudio to a Ring of Honor title bout at Grand Slam. Claudio accepts and says, I'm going to beat the hell out of you. Should be a good one. I thought Claudio was pretty good here. Me too. You know, it's funny. Claudio's like, I, I like to sort of see where people so like obviously Miro has greatly outperformed his WWE career. Like he's on another level, right? Yeah. Yeah. But Claudio is sort of what I think everybody just wanted. Because it doesn't always happen that way. But Claudio is I think what everybody sort of just wanted from him in, in WWE. Just let him be himself. Let him be terrific wrestler. Yep. He's the perfect Ring of Honor world champion guy. Um he just seems completely at ease. I I really like his work in, uh, in AEW since he's Same. been there. Uh, then we got Jade Cargill interview, Kira Hogan, saying all this winning is getting boring. Uh, Jade says she's going to continue her streak and step on anybody in her way. Then Diamante steps in and tells Jade, if you want a competition, all you had to do was ask, challenge you to a TBS title match next week. So, like, no disrespect at all to Diamante. Uh, she's been around forever. She's terrific. Apparently, she's, she's been going on a winning streak on Dark and Elevation. Right. She's not on real, on TV all that much. Doesn't this just further the cause for like just combining those two titles <laughs> like like look at how stacked the the because they got another fatal four-way for the dynamite mm -hmm. grand slam mm -hmm. and then jade's over here fighting somebody who's primarily on dark and elevation like just just have a unification match and just have like a killer like single women's division they don't really focus on the women's division that much anyways why don't you just have one title maybe if you want to spread the love around establish tag titles for the women's division, instead I mean, or the, of like or the, or the alternative singles. is actually uh, Tony Khan should just do a better job booking the women's division. Yeah, but I feel like it's more <laughs> like that just ain't gonna happen. So you do something that can fix 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm mean, yeah, that'd be great. But like they clearly don't push enough women for there to be two singles divisions. There's like barely and they 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 barely feature enough for one singles division. So just do that. I mean, I don't I don't see him changing his philosophy anytime soon. Why don't you just combine the damn titles? Uh, next, we have Penelope Ford versus Willow and Nightingale. It's always great seeing Willow on TV. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Uh, Penelope got the win here, though. Um, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. She wins with the death lock. Fun match, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Hangman in the Dark Order in an interview. Uh, Paige, uh, Hangman, apologizes for screwing up it all out. Ronald says, look, it's in the past. Next week, we're all in the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. It's every man for themselves. And then Jose, the assistant, and Roosh step in. Jose says, it's the same story. Dark Order helps Paige, and Paige fails them. He says, uh, oh, you guys have to make themselves. Wait, what is this? You have, you have to, to make, make yourselves a star. Essentially, you can't rely on anybody else. you got to oh, look out yeah, for number yeah. one. Uh, and then Roosh says, I'm going to eliminate all your asses. So I'm sure he's going to eliminate everybody in the dark order except for Hangman Page. Seems to be the case. Uh, after that, we got <laughs> Ethan Page versus Dan House, and this was quick. Page wins with Ego's Edge. This yeah, really quick. yeah. This is a really quick match here, but it doesn't matter. Dan Housen's like him and the acclaimed are like the two most popular things in AEW. Uh, then we had a Ricky Starks promo. He wants to get murdered by Hobbs again, apparently. He's blaming his dealings with the QT and the factory for his loss. Yeah, he says QT and the factory took me off of Hobbs' trail. But now, Hobbs, you have my full attention. I feel like they're doing this backwards. It should be Ricky Stark should be the bad guy here. Like, Hobbs, like, right? Because he was the spotlight guy. Hobbs should have been the one to be like, hey, I'm going to get some singles gold now. And then Starks would be like, oh, fuck that. No, you're not. He lays out Hobbs and he uses a bunch of cheating methods, you know, like street fights, Philadelphia street fights, to try to beat Hobbs. And you make Hobbs a good guy here. I don't know. That's sort of no, because I feel like Ricky turn. Starks. I feel like Ricky Starks is well. No, I'm not saying now. They should have done that oh, in the first place. Gotcha. Because like I feel like Ricky Starks is like I don't know. This was kind of lame. They do that that pay per view squash match, and then like they don't even get any more heat after that. Like Hobbs yeah, should have just kept on beating the shit out of Matt. I know that it match. didn't. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense. That yeah. outcome didn't make a whole lot of sense. I know. And I don't know why Ricky Starks did this promo from like the inside of a moving truck. <laughs> a lot of good questions being asked here. And is there a metaphor on. there? I'm not getting. Uh yeah, he's packing up, moving to to Stanford. Moving on after he does this. Well, yeah, what do you think about this match here? Like, I mean, Hobbs, unless Starks busts out something special, Hobbs just beat the shit out of him again, right? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, we'll that's see. what I'm saying. I feel like it should have been Hobbs the good guy and Starks the bad guy, but Starks is like he's savvier and you know has to use uh, uh, cheaty methods. Maybe they'll do a double turn here. I don't know. Um, and then we get our customary pre-main event interview. We got Josh Woods. We got Samoa Joe. Josh Woods says Joe's a fighting champ. This is exactly uh, what you're going to get tonight. Sterling adds that uh, Woods has been grinding while Joe has been on vacation. And after Woods wins the Ring of Honor TV title tonight, he's going to send Joe on another vacation, this time an extended one. Oh, wow. He already had an extended one. <laughs> yeah, he was doing <laughs> He the, was gone for days. Yeah, yeah, he's gone for like a month and a half or something. So yeah. Joe says... When uh, when myself and jo and uh, Woods get in the ring, it's gonna be a clear understanding about who the TV champ is. And Sterling, if you're still around when I'm done with Josh Woods, maybe we'll come to an agreement. Mm -hmm. I think Smoke Joe's agreement that he's gonna beat the hell out of Mark Sterling. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, he did in fact beat the hell out of Josh Woods. 
<clears throat> get some muscle buster here to get the win. It's all about though. Yeah, no, it was good stuff. Josh Woods is good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess he's just featured. Whenever Ring of Honor happens, you know, just make him a featured guy and, and he'll be fine because he, he's got a great look. He's yeah. a good wrestler. They were really highlighting, you know, the people he had, he had beaten in Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Former champions and, and whatnot. So, you yeah. know, maybe once Ring of Honor gets up and gets going on its own, um, he'll be a featured guy there. Who knows? When was that last pay per view? Death before just that was uh, late July. All right, I wonder if they're gonna do them quarterly. It could be, or if they just don't even know. I mean, because final battles usually the end of the year. I want to say December. Death before dishonor was a really good show. I know you remember like, it was a it was a really good show. That roost dragon Lee match is nuts. I still gotta watch that. Uh, we got a raw stuff. tonight. Yes, we two, do. Two segments announced: Seth Rollins. Uh, taking on Bob Lashley for the U.S. title. Mm. And then Kevin Owens and Austin Theory are once again going to collide. 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 Uh, also at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, is uh, uh, Enforcer and I booking SummerSlam for mm. week 10 of my GM. It's back. It's back. For two more weeks. So that's it's this it. week, SummerSlam. And then we do another one. I don't know. I might. I might try to convince Enforcer to do a second season of it. It was looking back now and watching it again, uh, and and seeing Rob's great edits on it. Mm-hmm. I might. I might. I might convince myself to to give it another shot, like a second season. We'll see. It's all about the pack. Like I got to figure out a good thumbnail design aesthetic for it. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What's, that's what's killing it. Hey, Larson. Ah. Let's answer some questions. What do you say? All right. Gregory Faella has one. It's about war games. I'm trying to find it now. I oh, I it. have it. Now that they are doing Survivor Series war games, do you guys believe the Royal Rumble, Money of the Bank, etc., will change drastically like Survivor Series now with Triple H and Char? Steve, Tim, tell me, what do you believe? Well, this is what I believe. Uh, that, yes. I mean, drastically? How, how drastic do you want to change? Here's the thing. Survivor Series has always been that thing that's been like, ah, you do brand versus brand. You do traditional elimination. They've changed it a few times uh, over the years, and they haven't really settled on that one thing. There's not a whole lot they could do with the Rumble beyond, um, you know, hey, Roman, defend your title in the Rumble this year, which they've, mm-hmm. which they've done before. You know, they've done every once in a while. They've had flair win it when it was vacated, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of a drastic change, I don't really see that. I think this is Triple H putting putting something that everybody wants, war games, onto a pay-per-view that, like, what, are you going to do brand versus brand again? There, there's no – what are you do, Roman versus Roman? You can't – that's weird. You can't do that. No, you can't do Roman versus Roman. There's no raw gate. Usos versus Usos? Can you can't do that? Do can't do nope. it. Nope. Can't do that either. Uh, so no, he said it's going to be storyline motivated. Um, and, uh, and yeah, but I mean, in terms of money in the bank, what else can you really do with money in the bank besides make the story of money in the bank, you know, a little cooler. What Mm -hmm. else can you do with the Royal Rumble besides tell really cool stories in the Rumble and keep Shane McMahon far away from it? Yes. Uh, so I don't see any drastic changes as being necessary to any of the other pay-per-views. I think survivor series is the one that sort of needed a little kick in the pants. Uh, and I think that's what he's doing. I don't know. What do you think? Are they going to change I, the Rumble drastically? No, I don't think like the established stuff that generally works pretty well, the Rumble, Money of the Bank, I don't think they're going to do wholesale changes to that. What they could do, and hopefully they do do, is so uh, do do is make King of the Ring and oh, yeah. Queen of the Ring an annual thing and mix up the tournament format a little bit. 
Yeah, that's good. So it's more, I'm not saying like a one-to-one -one, uh, deal with a G1, but something a little more analogous where it gets, this gets the reputation for this is where some of the best matches of the year happen in WWE. Yeah, man. And give no, the matches time that. and really showcase, you know, make this, this title of King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring. These are the best wrestlers. What would be the king of the ring but for tag teams? Can't be kings of the ring because no. that's, you know, there's one king, top guy. Yeah. Is there a mid-card king of the ring you can do? I mean, king of the ring sounds typically mid-card anyways. Yeah, usually it's like a you know a stepping stone for doing Dukes of the ring. There you go. Princes of the ring. I like that. That's good. Dukes of the ring. And it sounds funny because it's a duke. Uh, anyways, moving on. Uh, Tiger says North American title has just been defended on SmackDown, and I think that was an awesome way. To, I was kind of disappointed that Carmelo Hayes didn't show up. Well, maybe give it time. And, uh, Tiger here continues. I think that was an awesome way to show both how important the title was and to elevate the man holding it. I agree with both points, Tiger. Uh, he says make a money match for the other NXT champs that you would air on main roster TV to do the same for those titles. So what's the Braun Breaker? Yeah, match. To elevate the man and the title. Have him take on someone like Braun. Oh, that's good. Braun that's versus good. Braun. Oh, that's good. I like that. Wouldn't people get confused because they're the same name? Spelled differently, Steve. <laughs> they also have different last names. They do so they have different do last that. names. They but could do that, actually. so. First names are spelled different. <laughs> but it's said the same. I mean, it's said the same way is the point. Well, one is yeah. Braun, and one is Braun. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> uh, I can't. I have no I have no retort to that. What about the Mandy Rose title? Who's Mandy going to have a, a match against? Mitch? Oh, Charlotte. Sony Deville. Revisit that shit. All right. Man, they can't have Mandy Rose beat Charlotte. Charlotte's like the Roman Reigns of WWE, man. I know, but if Mandy did beat Charlotte, that'd be huge for Mandy Rose. Yeah, that ain't going to happen, though. It's going to be Sony Deville. That's good. Because <laughs> they have history, you know. Yeah, you I know, know they have history. I'm aware of that. In fact, they I also have, they have donut they have shops. A, yeah, they got donut shops now. Isn't that cool? That is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And then who's the tag champions right now in NXT? Pretty deadly. Uh huh. Have them take on like the twenty four seven division, Akira Tozawa and uh, God. They really don't. They they really got rid of that thing, didn't they? Mm hmm. Seemingly. That's awesome. That's great. What a waste of time that was. Um, that's good. Wow, uh, Blake Whitehouse. This is getting a little ahead of ourselves. Who do you see being main roster champions going into twenty twenty four? So that whoa, kind of twenty twenty four. That's going into twenty twenty four. So when we did our predictions video. Yeah. We said who was going to be champs going into 2023, who would hold the belts the last day of this year. Yeah, right. But this is a whole other year in the future. Yeah, so we're doing our predictions through uh, three months early. Man, am I, I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, dude, uh, we can probably narrow it down to like, I don't know. A handful of people. Cody, Seth, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Cody, Seth, and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. There's your guys right there. Maybe like a Randy Orton or a Riddle. Maybe. 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 Um, women's division is probably Bianca, Becky. Bianca or the four horsewomen. Yeah. Oh. And then maybe like an Oscar. Uh, Harv here, uh, we should mention Gunther. 
Gunther might be in, in contention for top titles by the time 2024 rolls around. I I'm certainly still, hope so. I'm still suffering from the mental and emotional effects of Vince McMahon being in charge. So I'll believe Gunther when I see it, but I'd love to see it. Oh, it's going to happen. Triple H there, totally going to happen. I'd love to see it. Drew, maybe. Yeah. Drew McIntyre, maybe. Dominic, no. Probably not. No. Probably. Uh, the Green Pianist says, do you think Raw and or SmackDown will ever break the 3 million mark on the rating within the next couple of years? On the regular, doubtful. That's a lot of people. Uh, as a one-time pop, possible if the rock shows up yeah it would take it would take yeah it would take something like pre something significant like if sid was advertised for return maybe they get three million then if they somehow if if wwe yeah yeah well obviously yeah if wwe was like hey we're gonna do a softball tournament after the super bowl and sid is there sid versus bronze dad yeah (laughs) At least. You know, if they did do some sort of mash a- numbers, AEW, that would be crossover. That might get some good numbers for the first first shot. Yeah, possibly. Not yeah. about three million, but it'd probably get some good numbers. It's never going to happen, though, but it could. If somehow in the next like TV deal, WWE was like, hey, Fox, you know, we're going to take a one and a half multiplier plus we get a SmackDown after the Super Bowl, that would do it. SmackDown after the you Super Bowl. A, do you it. don't need a SmackDown after the Super Bowl. You just need some halftime heat. <laughs> Empty arena match. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll get the job done. Uh, Jack B. Hoy says, uh, if Bray Wyatt does return to WWE, what would you like to see him do first? So, of course, making the rounds right now. There's a bunch of, like, during dead time, dead air, dead air during the house commercial shows. Breaks. Yeah. The commercial yeah. breaks during TV, yeah. Yeah, and then this happened again also at a house show, apparently. Yeah. The lights either go down or go to red, and they play some Jefferson Airplane. Yeah. White Rabbit. Great song. Amazing song. Really great song. Uh, yeah, so obviously he's going to come back as Jefferson Airplane super fan. Uh-huh. He's like, I can't, I just can't, I can't use Jane, man. I know, but he could use somebody to love. Don't you want some? Yeah, man. Or man. obviously White Rabbit, which is a great song. Mm, yeah. So that's that's what I would do with him first. You want to see my record collection, man? There we go. Maybe like, he comes Are you out, into Starship? He, maybe he comes out. Yeah, some, we built the city. <laughs> Nothing's going to go. stop us now for Mannequin. No, I like, yeah, that's good. What a great song for a really weird movie. It is a strange um, movie. It's a very strange movie. They did a second one, too. Yep. Uh, yeah, like uh, let me you know they bring back Brock to face Bray as Jefferson Airplane super fan or Starship fan. Uh-huh. We built this suplex city. There you go. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Nothing's gonna stop. Nothing's gonna stop Brock. Nothing's gonna stop Brock. Nothing's gonna. Yeah. Eastside reviews. Which AEW original? is most likely to leave and jump over to WWE and who in WWE currently should consider moving to AEW. Should anybody in WWE consider moving to AEW? Who's the worst used person in WWE right now? I mean, probably anybody that was in the 24-7 division because they're not on TV. Solid answer, yeah. But then none of the women. I mean, there's several people. Ricky Starks. Oh, Bobby Rude. Yeah, Bob Rude, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, you can say Ricky Starks, MJF, maybe. There's a mm-hmm. lot of people mm-hmm. that could potentially make the jump to WWE. I feel lot. like that's much likelier than because I feel yes. like they're sort of, and you want to wait out a little bit, you know. You want to wait that out a little bit. Showtime AJ says, send AJ Styles to AEW. I feel like AJ is going to team up with Gallows and Anderson. And we're, our, our minds are going to be fucking blown when Anderson shows up with that fucking never title. That shit's happening. Well, that I'm not going to go that far. Da- oh, dude, that is happening. That uh, shit is happening. You know who's going to show up next? Okada. OGK. Oh. In WWE. That shit's happening. Man, if I really want to see that. I didn't say I want to see it. I, I mean, I like happen. I like Mike Bennett and, and Maria's great, but I don't, I don't really want to see it. <laughs> it's the great. <laughs> oh, I'll give him a chance. You know why? Because that dude's all about the deep purple, man. <laughs> I've been so distracted by this right here, man. I've been so yeah. distracted by it. Yeah, by that yeah. deep purple on the box there. By the deep purple. And what's in the box? Um. So John deep Robb purple. has a, a, a scenario for Roman losing one of the titles. Awesome. It is Roman versus Drew okay. have a match for the titles. Austin Theory cashes in money in the bank in turn changing the match. Drew pins Theory, thus winning the match. Heyman comes out and asks Theory to read the money in the bank contract. States it's only for the WWE title. This way, Roman does not get pinned and continues his reign. Drew gets one of the championships and, and Theory uses money in the bank. Don't like it. You know why? Because Drew gets nothing by pinning a chump like Theory. Uh-huh. It's a weak. It's a weak win. Whoever whoever wins the net, the top world title has to beat Roman clean. Yep. That's the only way. All that rub, all that big ball yep. of rub, goes to that person. Otherwise, it's cheap. Yeah, it's not going to feel satisfying. Jason ladder Lewis. match. None of that shit, man. Jason Lewis, uh, with so many injuries to the AEW roster over the last few months, should Tony Khan push for a safer style of wrestling or keep doing what he's done? Oh, man. A safer style of wrestling? I don't know that there is a safer style of wrestling. I mean, what? Well, I mean, they can just do all a bunch of rest holds. It's all headlocks. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know, tell everybody to change how how they do everything. Don't worry about work rate on TV. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, that's it. You know, it's like, okay, what are they going to ban the pile driver? That hasn't really caused any problems. Not that we're aware of. No. Um, what's the, uh, I mean, I mean, okay. the, the, the argument against changing the style is that there's no house shows. Uh, a lot of people don't re- unless your name isn't John Moxley, you don't wrestle every week. What? What? Okay. So wait, what's the question exactly? Should, uh, in, in, in response to all the injuries in AEW, should Tony Khan address that saying, Hey, okay. Mike, don't wrestle so hard. What are the injuries we're talking about here? Well, Punk got injured twice, but like one was because he he jumped into the crowd, busted his foot on the guardrail. The other one and was he's just old. A, yeah, and he's, he's old. He's old and didn't wrestle for seven years. Right. So his body's so not did, used to the yeah, wear and tear. Did a super suicide dive at the age of forty four. You know, his body's going to react more like if I did it <laughs> than mm-hmm. if like Dante Martin does. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Like Kenny Omega. That dude was wrestling with like a whole laundry list of injuries because he yeah. does res- wrestle a very physical style, he but does. he just sort of put it off for the longest time. Yeah. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly. He just had neck surgery. That, that that's, could be a wear and tear thing. Kyle O'Reilly doesn't seemingly doesn't do anything that is 
overly dangerous. I mean, he is. He's he's a, he's a striker slash submission guy. Mm-hmm. That's like the safest kind of wrestling you could really do. There's nothing I don't think you can do about that. Yeah, neck injuries could could just be wear and tear over yeah. the course of a career. Uh, I think Adam that Cole, guy just yeah. I think he just he just he's just I been mean, doing it for a long time. Look, if if it's so, I don't know what's keeping Cole out. Is it still the concussion or is it the shoulder injury? I don't know. Because concussions know. sadly are going to happen in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And if that's uh, what's keeping him out, that's it's a seemingly a pretty nasty one. And hopefully, um, he can get over that. The the the, the other one was a shoulder injury. I don't know exactly how it happened, so who knows? What's Thund- uh, what's Chris? Oh yeah, Thunder Rosa has a back injury, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and and Malachi said I think it was a back injury too. Chris Statlander, what's her injury? Knee, like foot, knee. That's what it is. Knee. She needs to see it. I think she tore her ACL. I don't know, man. I just I don't think that that it's the style of wrestling that's that's injuring people. I really don't. It's wrestling. People are going to get injured, and sometimes it just happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. Anyway, that is what you believe. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.